So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the real estate marketing dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Uh, Folks, what we're going to be chatting about today is the only thing you should be focused on in 2024 because everyone's like, what are you going to do? The market's changed. Let's think what new shiny objects coming out next. What kind of work I buy more leads? Where can I do this? No, dude. You just need to start being more of yourself. You. You need to be authentic. Before you could ever start marketing or attract anybody online, if you have any bit of like fakeness or bullshit about yourself, you're going to turn people off. And today's entire show is going to be dedicated towards one thing, authenticity. How do you become more authentic? Authentic. How do you become more authenticity? How do you become more authentic? Um, so I think uh, Nick here reached out to me maybe on Instagram, if I'm not mistaken, um, or maybe it's Facebook. I forget which platform, but yeah. he's been listening to the show for quite a while. Appreciate that. But, Sir. you know, what he really... Uh, message. He's like, Mike, I've been listening to the show for a while. And uh, this guy's been an agent for 20 years. And about what is six or seven years ago, um, he says he stopped. He stopped being that per- perfect, like Barbie doll, Ken doll type of an agent, right? Like the stereotypical fucking person. Hello, I'm here for real estate. You're wearing your name tag and everything, right? Perfect suit. Your, your socks are perfect. You're driving the car. You might have rented it from a friend just for the day. Um, just to do showings, right? But you you put on that front. We've all been there. And he stopped caring. Um, he just said, fuck it. I'm going to go out and be myself. And we're going to hear a story today. We have I've not dug into this. So you're going to hear it live with me here. We haven't practiced this or anything like that. And um, he said, Mike, once I stopped giving a shit, I started, business took off. I started being myself. So the first thing I do is I go to his website. I want you guys, if you guys are online, go visit his website and uh, keep him in mind for your referrals because you'll be, um, in good hands. But without further ado, we want to go ahead and introduce Mr. Nick Woodard from Middle Tennessee. What's up, Nick? What's happening, dude? Good to be on here, my friend. Yeah, I feel thank like you. I'm forever. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Dude, people want to hear your, this story. Um, I like, yeah. I love these shows because you take something and you actually run with it. And I want to just hear the whole story, like from start to finish, because I think people are going to get a lot out of it. And you guys have to learn how to connect with people online. And it's just like you connect with your neighbor, you connect with people at church, restaurant, bars, whatever you do. I don't care. The same way you connect with people one-on-one, face-to-face, the same way you'll connect with them online. But it's very difficult to do that when you're really not in your own true skin, okay? And um, my first question I have for Nick is, Nick, how long were you in real estate? How long have you been selling real estate? Overall, I've been in it for 20 years. Um, It's, you know, I grew up here just south of Nashville, uh, middle Tennessee and, um, went to high school here, went to, went to college at MTSU and then got into real estate cause it was kind of a family thing. And, um, that's, that's what I was going to do until I figured out what I wanted to do. And here we are 20 years later. Yeah. So I sort of have a similar story. It's like, Oh, I accidentally took this. I need to graduate college. And it was like in last three hour elective hours. <laughs> Teachers like you can make a lot of money in real estate. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. sweet. Guess that's what I'll do now. The first half of your career, because you made this switch, right? And I'm going to I'm gonna explain, if you guys are just listening visually, what this switch means. So if you go on to Nick's website, nickwooder.com, first thing I see is a pair of boots. 
and like a baseball type cap. And it says 615. He's actually wearing a 615 hat right now. And I'm guessing 615 is his area code. Um, right. right. So, but he's, he built a brand. Every single person has one thing. Right off the bat, when I landed on your website, dude, I already saw 615 and I already had a different impression, a different connection with you than anybody else. And because when a consumer logs on typically real estate agent's website, what do you expect to see? Like, Nick, what do you expect to see if you log on to a real estate agent site? Be honest. There's no holding back here. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you get the the stereotypical Sunset Strip stuff and, you know, flashy cars and, you know, fancy houses and suits and, you know, everybody playing the game, um, trying to be, you know, just uber professional, which, you know, I'm still very professional. It's just, I do it in, in jeans, boots and in a hat. Um, <laughs> it's, no different. it's just when you become authentically you, the game changes. Yeah. And you put your beliefs. If you guys have been listening to the show, like, and I appreciate this, he doesn't, he's not scared to claim the only name that means anything, Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. But, and he puts it on his site. Now, like something like that, people don't want to like, I, all the time, should I talk about religion? Should I talk about politics? Should I do this? Should I do that? And the right answer is, well, do you do that when no one's watching? And if the answer is yes, then the answer is yes. You should be doing that on your site. Um, why did, what held you back so long? And were you just like stuck? Like, no, well, I wasn't growing at the pace I wanted to grow. Um, and, and to be honest with you, it was mainly the, the uh, online presence change, you know, the game's changed. Um, you have to create content like you preach all the time. You have to brand yourself. You have to do those things that are different now compared to 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. And so when I started picking up on doing these additional, you know, new things, that's when I was like, you know what? It'd be a heck of a lot easier if I just take video of me being me and yep. you know that's kind of what started it all um you know a lot of my videos are you know of course you know local updates and and tours of homes and all that fun stuff but you know i'll put in videos of i've, I've got a, a 60 acre farm south of town here and i'll go down there and shoot guns and fish and hunt and i'm an outdoorsman and you know you you put you put you being you and people gravitate to that um like you say all the time, you attract your tribe. On his uh, Instagram hand, on his Instagram page, he it's awesome. Like he pinned, and I could just like I'm just I'm on your Instagram right now, my phone, and um, the second pinned uh, video he has there is him shooting. Was that like fucking AR fifty forties? That thing's like shooting some kind of machine gun. But yeah, you're right because people probably say that to you. Like, I'm here's a question, just from your Instagram handle. I'm sure you does this generate you business Instagram. More business comes from Instagram than anything else now. How many people, when they reach out to you, mention something about the gun? Almost every single one of them. <laughs> and most of my clients, you know, but wait, it's it's. But wait, I thought we're living in like a woke America where guns aren't cool. Like if you have a gun, like you're you sh you're like bad news, man. You know, man, it's kind of one of those things that um, you know I want people to know me before they meet me, so. You know, I, I'm a devout Christian. I'm an unapolog unapologetically conservative. Um, I'm an outdoorsman, a dad. And I want you to know that on the front end. I'm not for everybody. And you know what? I've, I've brought in more people that want to work with me because of showing who I really am. I would agree with that. I've I'm seen terrible. it. I, I've done it. Like I've, it was, 
mine similar like when I did the dude thing. So before his real estate marketing, he was a Chicago real estate dude. Then it turned into real estate marketing dude, but it was a brand, right? It's a brand, guys. Um, his the six one five thing, I I'm pretty sure I don't know this either, but do people ever call you like the six one five agent or the six one five guy? Do you get that a lot? I don't I don't get the names, but I do walking around town, I have people come up and introduce themselves. They what? they just see the hat and they they put it together. Oh, you're Nick. We we watch your content and you know, good job. And you're like, Which you is- watch that, bro? Like you actually watch that video, right? Floored me the first time that happened. Yeah. Just you know, so there's eyeballs on you you don't know. And if you stay consistent with it, you know, you can really build something. What? How long did it take you to like, because when you start creating content, it isn't like we make it sound easy. Like I make it sound easy, guys. It's not. All right. It, because I do this every day, but of course it's going to be easy for me. But if you haven't done this before, throwing yourself out there um, for many people is scary. You know, I just got done shooting a video with a guy yesterday. This guy makes like millions of dollars a year. He's the most confident attorney I've seen in a long time. But when he gets on camera, like his, he buckles at the knees and so many people get stuck. Like, like who cares what other people think about you? Right. Right. right? Does everyone, is everyone who comes well, your way? Like you, you realize that like, you feel like you're, they're like your brother from another mother, sister from another mister. You feel like, okay, shit, I just get along with these people. Yeah, I feel completely connected with most people before they even get here. Um, because I know most people, you know, we, we, we try to impress everybody and be everything for everybody. But in all reality, you're, when you become you and show who you really are, you attract like-minded people. And so there's a, there's an automatic connection before we even jump in the car. Where else are you, uh, Tell me, talk to me about your marketing. How you stay in front of people? First off, are you doing anything cold, like buying leads, um, anything cold at all, like anything for buying any type of advertising like that? No, I've actually, you know, not to not to steal your stuff, but you know, I've been listening to you forever, and and so I do, you know, snail mail. I do uh, v, uh, video emails. I do Instagram. I do. Um, just a whole wide, wide range of stuff. Um, how how you know, big is your email list right now? It's not huge. Probably 800, 900, it's give or take. Big. And these are relationships. Correct. These are all people that I know somehow, some way. Not, not. Wow. All right. Let's believe. break the math down on this though. This is great. 800 relationships. And you're using video email? What's yes. your, let's do that. So let's, I'm going to show you guys why this works mathematically right now. Let's, let's dig d- deep on this. So if you have 800 people to open your emails, what is your open rate on those video emails and how often are you sending them out? Um, I send them out probably every two to three weeks. Um, open rate is just south of 50%. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. So yeah. here's what this means, you guys, in mathematical ways. Cause this, this is what attraction is. I'm going to define it right here. Uh, good job, dude. First off, congratulations on the 800 email list full of relationships. Mine at my peak was 400, half of that. Um, in average, I only see it's okay if you start out with 50 relationships because you didn't get this overnight, right? No, and everyone says, no. oh, I don't have an email list, but everyone has a wedding list. So I'm like, so how do you have a wedding list, but you don't have an email list? Because your wedding list is your email list. If you know, like, and trust them, you're farming them in any which way you can. 
Video emails, the best email strategy ever. I haven't seen anything work better. I'm averaging 40%. You're averaging a 50%. It's because you have a much better relationship with them. What what are you sending them on video email first? Take it, you're getting a 50% open rate. What is the type of content you're sending? Um, mainly it's it's more engaging stuff. Like, you know, I I moved to to Brentwood, Tennessee, just south of Nashville when I was seven years old, 1988. Uh, so I do a lot of um you know, this is what I saw growing up. Uh, basically, the William, you know, Williamson County is a county I specialize in. Uh, that's like Brentwood, Franklin, Nolansville, Thompson Station, just just south of Nashville. Um, so I like to tell stories of of the way it was. Um, you know, I I live right outside of an area called Cool Springs, which is you know a thriving, um, you know, um, it's got mixed use homes, commercial all that stuff. But I, I like to tell stories about when I was in middle school, we couldn't get pizza delivered because it was so far out in the country. Um, yeah. People, people engage with stuff like that. Um, the key to sad is stories, guys, like pay attention to this. Like he's, he's hitting on the head stories because if you make statements, it's harder. People don't know the difference. Like stories versus statements is, is, is a big thing. You make statements. You're, you're telling someone something and no one likes to be told anything. Correct. But when you yeah, tell you, stories, you're like, oh, I, I can I can relate to that. Yeah, whether you know it or not, you you were the, one of the ones that taught me that. It, be good at telling a story. Be a good storyteller. I'm doing the math on this video emails here, you guys. So let's look at the math. So 800 people open them at 50% open rate. Okay, that's 400 people seeing him. Looks like you're about one and a half times a month on email. Okay, this doesn't count social media or anything he's doing. If direct mail, branding, whatever else he's doing, he's just. When someone takes acknowledgement of your existence, you're, you're basically having a conversation. That's what I love about video email because they don't have to talk back to you. <laughs> you just need to have that FaceTime, right? But here's the math, though. So 400 people a month are opening your emails, and you're touching them about 18 times a year. So out of those 400 people a month, these are just the opens. 10 to 15% of them are moving. So you got about 40 to, what, 50 different people just there are moving. And then out of all 400 of these people, all of them know someone who's moving, especially to Tennessee. Most of them are coming from Chicago. Um, <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I probably know like 10 people moving to Tennessee right now. <laughs> but, dude, so on emails, how many people respond to your emails? Because no one responds to a turn back the clock email. No one responds right. to a just listed email, guys. How many you people... To be honest, it's a little bit hard to, you know, figure out what the return is because it's just a consistent thing. You just do it over and over and over. And then I add, you know, a lot of snail mail to it. And it's not boring either. Usually it's a handwritten note. You know, I've got a, a database of probably 200, 300 people that are my close group that are also on that email list. You're direct um, mailing them? Yeah. And it's usually, yeah, you know, a lot of times I'll sit down with a stack of, of thank you cards, put a $5 Starbucks gift card in there and just say, Hey, thinking about you, uh, please remember me. If you know anybody that, how many people do you send that to? Would that go to the 200? Yeah. That'd probably go to about 200. All right, love it. He, it's a legal bribe. You guys like 200 people. <laughs> it is. It's a legal bribe. All right, it's two hundred to three hundred oh, no. people. That's but that's that's gonna cost you a hundred, a thousand, 
to twelve. Yeah. That's going to cost you twelve hundred dollars. You're going to spend twelve hundred dollars on your database. All you need you is know, one deal. And you know what? Go in there and buy all those gift cards at eight o'clock in the morning at Starbucks. They love that. That's funny. When everybody's waiting behind you as they scan in a hundred gift cards. Now he said something a second ago. I don't know if you guys caught it, but it's very hard to track like the emails, you know, they're getting open. Right. And you don't know where people will come from. It's tough. Like you're like, where do you see me? Unless you get it. You probably ask once in a while, but probably not every time. Um, yeah, but it's like, it's, yeah, you so, got to ask where it came from. Now, the beauty about this is I'm going to guess it all out of the people that are on his direct mail list, 200 to 300 people. And when you're direct mailing people, 100% of people have to engage with you unless they live at the wrong address. So if they throw the piece away, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you direct mail them. It just matters that you direct mail them something because it's a, it's the only physical touch, right? His email is a virtual touch. And I'm guessing all the people on the direct mail address, they're on your email list too, I'm assuming. Yes. Right. And they're probably also friends with you on social media. Yeah. And I've actually gone, you know, one thing that I, I started doing not too long ago is take all my contacts, find them on social media and engage with them on social media to try to trip, you know, trip that the algorithm to pull my stuff up in their feed and, and vice versa. Have you tried to uh, boost your Facebook from your personal profile yet? Just to your I, friends? I, I, no, actually, no. Not to a my A lot friends. of people haven't done it yet. Uh, do it. Try it. I'm curious to know what will happen. And if you guys are listening, you could do this with a brand account. You could actually, you don't need a business page anymore, in other words, because what the hell is the point of a business page to run ads? Unless you're running like advanced ads. But if you're just trying to market your database, I would just pick the one or two best performing posts each month and I would put 10 bucks behind them. Okay. Right. Because you're going to reach way more of those people. Uh, just to pay to reach them, and it's still worth it. Now, the only problem I've ever really had with with boosting and ads and everything is the, you know, the the firewall for the, you know, you can't really target exactly who you want to target. Target your friends. Yeah, good call. That's all I want to target because now you got dude. He's doing air land and sea approach. It's the right. same. It's just you don't need a large like audience here. We're not talking about tens of thousands of people, but. You don't need how many the average agent only sells like six houses a year, dude. Like, I don't know what the average sales price is by you, but statistically and mathematically, like you're you're crushing it. Dude, I'm I'm very blessed. Um <laughs> modest guy. Not, not I'm, I'm I'm average, you know, between 15 and 20 million a year, probably, but that's fantastic it, for that market. What's the average sales price? Uh, you know, average 20 to 30 sides. So yeah, the math. It's changed drastically in the past 10 years, put it that way. Wonderful, man. Love it. I love um, it. Um, tell me about, um, so you guys, you heard his frequency. I just want to make sure everyone gets that. He's direct mailing people. He's emailing people. And he's constantly engaging on social media. Air, land, and sea, okay? Social media Dude. every day. Um, what do you see best? Uh, are you doing anything on Facebook? Or are you strictly IG? And are you doing TikTok? Are you doing anything else on social? I do some Facebook. Uh, of course, that's, you know, mainly I, I kind of, you know, cross them, um, take my Instagram stuff and put it on Facebook. You know, I think those are probably two of the, the platforms you can get away with that. Uh, yeah. Very similar. Yep. Um, 
you know, I, I, I do a little more personal on Facebook and, and, you know, I don't do as much with my kids and stuff on, on Instagram as I do Facebook just for, you know, somewhat privacy reasons. Got it. Have, um, um, in terms of like what's, what's working best in terms of getting engagement on social feed, like what type of content is, is performing the best short form video? If so, what's the length of time, what's the subject matter and, and all the above. Reels are, are doing really well. Um, I do a lot of, you know, showing, showing the area, showing you know new construction neighborhoods, showing the lifestyle. It's all about selling the lifestyle. Um, there's a lot of people moving to the Nashville area um, from you know California, Chicago, that type thing, and and a lot of them are coming for you know political reasons or financial reasons or you know. If you showcase that, hey, look, Tennessee, come on down. We shoot guns and fish and kayak the river. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great ad. Freedom here, brother. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I the, the the post you were talking about on on my IG that uh, shows me shooting guns. It's it's a whole just snapshots of of me out in the outdoors and doing that type. I, I can pinpoint exactly three new clients i've picked up because of that video yeah i bet now on the flip side of that first you, you may have turned some off too but guess what you wouldn't want to work with them anyways sure absolutely but that you know that's kind of the the risk reward that you have to take and i was very concerned with that um on the front end but then when you start seeing the results and not only the results, but you're you're attracting people that you enjoy working with. Yeah. You know, we don't agree on everything, and that's fine. I don't expect to agree on everything. It, it's my job to to take care of these people and serve them well, no matter what they believe is different than me. However, when you do click with somebody that's, that's similar to you, it makes everything so much easier and more fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, what else would you um, tell someone? Because here, I think here's a, a big problem is that people, uh, I think everyone wants to do what you're saying. You know, like it just makes sense. Um, but I think people, right. it is, you know, I'm not, like I said, guys, this isn't easy. You have to commit to it, but then you got to make the time to do it. Right. And then, you know, how life gets, if you have kids, like shit happens. Right. Um, and then, then you fall off track and like, oh shit, I'll get it next to tomorrow. And then I, I go, I go there. How long did it take you to start getting those results to keep you motivated? Well, you know, basically first and foremost, find you a couple people in your given market that are successful, follow them on IG and see what they're doing. You know, whether you're in Chicago or you're, you know, Phoenix, wherever you are, find those, those people that are producing get on their pages, see what they're doing. You know, a lot of times I even save, you know, if there's something that looks great, I'll save it. And then when I have some time, I'll go create a whole bunch of content, stick it in the hopper and then leak it out as I go. Instead of going, Oh my God, what do I got to do today? And feeling the anxiety of having to get something. Well, I've got 40 or 50 pieces of content I've put away that I can throw out there, you know, and, and like you say all the time, take something that's long form, break it up into short form and leak it out there. 
in bits and pieces yeah. because consistency is more important than having something that's incredibly great. You don't and have you to good, like, you don't have to post at the time you're getting the content either. Right. Like you don't have to like, that's what I think a lot of people, Oh shit, I don't want to do this. I'm, I'm the poster. Right. I don't know. Right. You could just like, you could build a library of stuff in your phone and hold on to it. And then, you know, when you're sitting in your bed at night, then do it. When do you make all your posts? How are you doing it? I I got some dead time. You know, that, that reel I was, that we were talking about on, on this pinned to my profile. Those are snips of video over the course of probably two years. Yeah. That just I had in my phone. And then one day you're sitting around, you know, got a glass of bourbon and you go, you know what? All right, let's put some reels together. You come up with some ideas, put them together, save them in your drafts and Instagram. And when you want to stick them out there, stick them out there. Are you following a certain schedule? Not really. I probably sort should. Of, yeah, yeah. Just sort of rolling with it. Yeah. I think it's the, uh, I think that that helps people a lot. If they just like, you got to just pre like, cause you don't know, I need to do a better job that I actually started doing a lot of that. I took like a year off content when I was pivoting this year. And now I'm like back in the content creation mode. So I got all these ideas and shit everywhere, like in my phone. But what it comes down to is you have to pre get the stuff. Like you got to get the content and you got to tell me the difference though. And here's an important point about the content you're creating, whether it's a tour, whether it's a picture, you in it, whether it's a picture or video versus you not in it, what's the difference? Um, I'm, I'm in some of mine. I'm, I'm not in, in others. You know, I do some voiceovers as well. I will say one thing that I think is important is to get yourself a logo. You know, get something. If you look at all my stuff, my logo pretty much pops up on everything. You know, of course, I use the 615 just to kind of, you know, it's catchy. It, it, it grabs the eye um, and it ties it ties it back to me. Um, but I think it's a it's a mixed bag of of a lot of different things. As long as it's consistent and it's well done, uh, does not have to be perfect. Just has to be consistent. It has to show your 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 true self, be authentic, and show the mistakes as well. I had, I've had a lot of engagement from, you know, I like to tell stories of things that I totally screwed up. Yeah. Vulnerability. It's totally, as long as you own it, if you own it, people are forgiving. Yep. I've bought a couple refrigerators before, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but people are scared to admit when they make a mistake, but it's honestly the most human thing you could do. Uh, and any of my vulnerable posts are always my most uh, engaging. I think, as a matter of fact, I think I made a vulnerable post on Instagram. I think that's when you probably reached out to me, if I'm not mistaken. What was what one was that? I think it was something about I was telling a story about a hard time I went through or something. And I think that that might have been the post you yeah. actually reached out on. Um, now we're on the show together, but th that's like a perfect example of like what we're talking about uh, here. I, I forgot about that. But yeah, that's what sure. we're talking about, man. Like, your stuff. If it was boring, same old stuff, you're different. That's why. That's why you stick out. So this is awesome, dude. Um, you guys don't overthink this process. Um, Nick's nailing it. Like, it, it, you just gotta stay in front of the people, um, you know, in your way. And you don't have to tell them you're in real estate. You just gotta remind them. Like, he's really just a tour guide. Like, you're talking yeah, about absolutely. the community because, like, anything you show in the community reminds everyone you're in real estate. Otherwise, like, why are you doing this, dude? Unless you have no life. You're doing it for business, but you're not doing it in a sleazy way. You're doing it in a value-added way, and that's why people are responding to it. Good job, man. Well yeah. done. Um, I appreciate it, brother. Any final tips you want to give to anyone who's thinking about building a brand 
creating content and doing what you're doing in the 615. Just do it. Stop being scared. That's what social media is. Nobody's perfect. As long as you do it consistently and authentically, you will see results. I promise you. Like you say all the time, stop being afraid of that little six inch device you have. Just, yep. you know, use the technology we got, throw yourself out there and you will benefit from it. I approve this message and we approve <laughs> you listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Folks, we appreciate it. Um, if you like what you saw today, I mean, Nick, we might have to talk about you becoming our spokesperson or something for Referral Suite because that is exactly what Referral Suite is. Referral Suite gives you the direct mail to automate to your database, the video email content to send to your database, and the video email system itself, and the social media monthly schedule. So you don't have to worry about what to say. You just have to sort of redo it your way. Um, visit it, and uh, we'll be ready to launch that thing in the next month or so. So uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, check that out at Referral Suite. W or S-W-E-T, referralsuite.com. And um, hope you uh, become a member. Appreciate you guys listening to another episode. Dude, appreciate you, man. That was awesome. Um, Thank you, brother. That was cool. And I, I, I want um keep being unapologetically you. That's the way it is, and it's the way of the future. And you, the listener, you should not be scared. Go for it. See you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.